0: On fourth and five, Jones steps up, takes off, he's in! Touchdown!
1: That's the danger of a running...
2: So, Nate, why don't you go first on this one, um, since you've been talking about the Giants a little bit. Um, and the step they're going to take. So talk to us about um, your thoughts on them coming into the season. And then, Ian, you can go, and then I'll finish
3: off on this one. Yeah, I mean, I kind of disagree with Ian in the sense that I think they got their guy at offensive line. Um, you know, they, they improved their defense in the draft, too. Uh, overall, I just think they had a really solid draft. I think that their draft was kind of overlooked. Um, But like I hinted at earlier, I think the big game changer is Daniel Jones going into his second season. Um, I think that he's a really talented guy, and I think this is where he's going to kind of hit his stride. Uh, So I think that the Giants are going to improve a little bit this year. Um, I mean, I think their ceiling is like eight and eight. I I don't think they're going to reach that. Um, I think they'll gain a few wins this season. Um, Yeah, I, I think they'll be a little bit improved, not a ton. You know, Daniel Jones will get better. Um, They're still not a complete roster. They still have holes. They absolutely have holes uh, in their secondary. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I just see them being a little bit below average this year.
1: Yeah. um, Again, Nate bring up great points. And um, I just – I'm not high on Daniel Jones. However, I do see his potential. Like, you know, being – I will admit, I come from some bias because I hate the Giants. I really do. can't explain it because they suck. But um, I, I really just loathe the Giants, so there is a little bit of bias there. But um, I do see Daniel Jones' potential. I just see some holes. I am really – Joe Judge was, a, in my opinion, just not a great hire. You look at the Belichick tree, I think the only one that might – that actually I think will pan out, but one out of however many, is Brian Flores. And to be quite honest, I, I don't love the fact that he wasn't even high up on the Belichick tree. He was a wide receiver coach. He wasn't even like an OC or a defensive coordinator. Even a QB coach, I would, might understand. Um, but I don't know. I'm just not high on the coaching tree. Um, I think the defense has some leaks in it. Um, and their O-line – granted, I, I should rephrase that. I do think Andrew Thomas is a good line. I, I do. So that was that was probably that was an error on my way of saying it. I do think he's a good lineman. It's just that in my personal opinion, I don't think he was the best person they could have taken. But I do think he is a really good solid piece. Um so with that being said, I see them not doing too hot, but I think if they get another good draft in there, I think that they're definitely on the come up.
2: Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think I'm kind of on the same consensus. They're not there yet, but they—you can tell they're going in the right direction. Um, I think one of the big pickups for me was James Bradbury this offseason season because James Bradbury had, had to play Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, and um, the other team I'm forgetting. That. I'm completely—Oh, uh, Julio Jones. I—I I don't know how to figure out that, but he had to play all those three guys twice a year. And I think you're going to really see him move the NFC East. Obviously, it's not going to get a ton easier, but I think you're going to see his play really improved this year and he, he more than held his own versus some of those guys too you know i got to give a lot of credit to him um you know blake martinez that's a big pickup for them because just because of the, the lack of inside linebackers they have i think they really needed him um he's a good run stopper he, he has his issues in pass coverage but he's a good pickup colt mccoy can mentor daniel jones you know um kind of a low-key backup and then Deion lewis i think is big because you can You can take Saquon off the field a couple times. Obviously, you want Saquon on the field most of the time, but you can have the almost kind of spell minutes for him and, you know, be that change of pace guy that the defense isn't expecting. To your point, both of you, I mean, Andrew Thomas was their guy. Obviously, when it happened, I thought it was stupid, but, you know, um, they trust their scouting department. For some reason, they liked him over Wirfs and and Wills, and, you know, he's still a really good player. I think he's going to help his team a ton, and, you know, the trade back might have not been there to pick him later, and they knew who they wanted. And sometimes it happens those draft night, they're surprised like that. And I think it was a smart pick. You know, they need him. Um, and then, you know, obviously Xavier McKinney, had stopped not having him because he got hurt now. But that's a good pick. So I really like that pick. You can pair him up with um, uh, forgetting their safety. I know they have Julian Love, that's the other safety they have, who was pretty good last year. Um, they Something interesting that one highlights they drafted Darnay Holmes in the fourth round. And this guy was apparently – I heard this from Greg Cassell, um, NFL Insider. He was the top high school cornerback when he came out of high school. The the best, apparently. And, you know, he had a couple injuries and fell off the radar. But there was a game against Oklahoma where he held his own against Hollywood Brown, apparently. And apparently really, really did a good job. And there's a chance he might play slot corner this year. Um, So, overall, I think the Giants – I think Daniel Jones is going to be better. I think their wide receiver core is a little – a little underrated, but for good reason. I mean, they're, they're young. Um, Evan Ingram, if he can stay healthy, man, that's going to be a huge boost to this team. And, you know, the O-line, I think Nate Solder opting out was honestly honestly beneficial for this team. He was awful last year. There's still a few questions, like guys like Spencer Bully, but their offensive line does look better because they drafted Matt Here in the third round, I think. Um, they're expecting big things from him. So um, another one last thing I want to highlight is Jason Garrett runs a lot of play action. And one of Daniel Jones' biggest skills is turning around quickly on play action, recognizing reads, and and running that type of offense. Apparently, that I heard from I didn't watch his film, but I heard that that was his biggest skill that scouts saw in film last year in the NFL, and that could really benefit him with running Saquon, opening up the passing game. You know, I, I, th- I think they got issues on the defense, but they got Patrick Graham, defensive coordinator, who did coach under Belichick for seven years and coached under Flores last year I think it's fair to say for what the Dolphins had on their defense last year they did an okay job towards down the stretch you know it wasn't they still had their issues but having a guy a guy like Nick Needham step up you know a corner who no one, no one knew about so um, you know I think the linebackers are an issue but they send a lot of pressure to try to cover that up they, they like the blitz a lot so I like the scene coming in this year um, you know they just got to stay healthy, my opinion. And I think Joe Judge is a question mark. You know I think whether whether he coaches well will be a, a big impact on how uh, they because like you said the, the Bill, Bet- Bill Belichick coaching tree isn't great. Um, so we'll see. But moving into the schedule, Monday night um, Steelers seven fifteen. Nate, why don't you start Me and you can go second on this one, and we can just follow that order for the rest of the schedule on this one if that's cool.
3: All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they open up the year with a win against Pittsburgh, a team that, you know, all three of us have said there's going to be questions about them. Uh, You know, we don't trust Ben Roethlisberger coming off of Tommy John surgery. Uh, Not a great thing to come off of if you're an older, older quarterback. So, you know, I think that they surprised a lot of people and they get this win against Pittsburgh in week one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, Nate. Um, You know, originally I thought they might lose to Pittsburgh, but then again, I think about Pittsburgh. And, you know, I think there is going to be some rust on defense that week one. You know, again, I know I keep beating it down with Corona, no OTAs, no preseason. That really does help. And granted, Pittsburgh's defense is phenomenal. Um, I think it is going to be kind of a shocker because I don't think Pittsburgh's really going to expect much from New York. And I think you're going to see that in this game and new york's gonna have something to play for something to prove and i think they will get the win here
2: yeah so i have this one as a loss but i think you guys brought up a lot of good points but i'm just gonna stick with the loss just because that's what i had on my schedule um but i just want to acknowledge like you guys made some pretty good points that actually make me think this this could be a giants win um but i'm gonna go with the steelers weapons over the the giants young secondary i think it'll be a little bit early for the Giants' secondary i think the Giants' secondary is really going to show up later in the year but um I think they still have um, some steps to take in their progression to certain guys, and I think New York can stop James Conner if they they stack the box. I think, you know, I think James Conner is a guy who's shown on some days he can be really good, but on other days he can be taken out of the equation. So I think New York can can benefit from that, and I just think the Steelers' defense will get more stops than the Giants' defense will. Um, So I think there's pros and cons, but I'm going to go with with the the Steelers on this one. Uh, So, yeah.
3: So week two against Chicago, um, I have another win. I have the Giants starting off hot. You know, my thought is that Mitch Trubisky might end up as the starting quarterback in Chicago. Um, I've heard that Nick Foles is pulling closer, Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I just don't think that they're ready to give up with their first round draft pick. Um, Yeah. And, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing for Chicago. I'm not a Mitch Trubisky believer. I mean, I think he showed us last year that he just he doesn't have the talent to get it done in the NFL. Um, so I think Chicago is going to struggle this year, and I think that New York is going to capitalize on that. They're going to win their first two weeks, including this one against Chicago.
1: Um, I am going to disagree, but if, if, what, if Mitch Trubisky starts, I 100% agree with you. 100% but the thing that I think is going to separate this is that I think Foles will actually start I think Nagy's kind of done and fed up with Trubisky I think he wants to give Nick a chance and see maybe if even just a different type of QB just a pocket passer I think Nick's smarter than Trubisky I think he's honestly I think Nick's just a better QB than Nick Trubisky gonna be totally honest um, I don't like Trubisky at all I think he was kind of a bust, and I think Nick is going to come out. I think that defense, um, that Bears defense is just so scary, and I think it's going to be a close and hard-fought battle, but I ultimately think Chicago is going to come out with a win if Full starts. If Trubisky starts, I think it will be um, it will be New York's win, but because I think Nagy is just kind of done with Full or not done with Foles, done with Trubisky, I think the Bears are going to win this one.
2: Yeah, I have the Bears winning as well. I think um, a big X factor for me will be whether David Montgomery is healthy by then um, because mm-hmm. he had a really good rookie year, and now he's hurt for a couple weeks. So that could impact my my decision-making. I'm going to assume he played, but, you know, the Bears' defense did hold Saquon to 60 yards on, I think, like 17 carries last year. They know how to, to shut down an offense. At the same time, I think Trubisky's going to have a tough time in the pocket. I don't think I think the Giants are going to blitz a ton this game um, and make him really uncomfortable. I I have a tough time with him. I just think with how bad trubisky is surprisingly he's actually pretty good in the fourth quarter when when it matters, which is something is <laughs> really weird for how bad he is. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't expect him to have like almost kind of a clutch gene but I think in those close types of defensive those close defensive battle types of games I think he does show up and I just think the Bears defense will get a big stop at the end of the game to, to close it out but yeah it really depends on David Montgomery for me um, if trubisky's win or starting, Um, especially without David Montgomery, I have a hard time seeing the bears win this game though. But, um, yeah, I think a big benefit is that it's early in the season at Soldier field too. So the giants will have to play in like the cold weather. Obviously the giants are used to that, but soldier field can be kind of a different atmosphere sometimes just in terms of weather. But yeah. So now I'll move on to week three. So, um, yeah, we can just keep doing the same order. Like I said.
3: Yeah. So at home against San Francisco, um, but any way you cut it this is a tough matchup for any team let alone a team that only had four wins last year. Um I think San Francisco wins this one. It, it just the the matchup is too difficult for New York. San Francisco's going to be a, a really good team this year even if they, you know, they aren't the first seed um in the NFC. They're going to be a good team. So I think that this is a loss against San Francisco at home.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you Nate. I mean, there are so many different ways that San Francisco, San Francisco can beat you. They can beat you over the top. They can beat you in the run. Um, they have a great defense. I mean, really, really, really great defense that I think is really going to give Daniel Jones and Saquon a lot of tr- trouble. Um, and simply put, I think this is San Francisco's game.
2: Yeah, I agree. I just think – to put it in simple terms, the, the 49ers are just a complete team. And I think the Giants are an aggressive defense, like I've been mentioning. And I don't think that bodes well when you have the misdirection that San Francisco can do, especially Debo Samuel and the speedsters they can get into space, screen passes, stuff like that. I just think the 49ers win this one easily.
3: Yeah, so we have week four at Los Angeles. And I'm going to say this one's a win. Um, I know that I've really been beating up on L.A., but they lost almost all of their talent over the offseason. I don't believe in Jared Goff. I think that this will probably surprise some people, but I think the Giants will get this win and move to 3-1 and one on the season.
1: Nate, I'm going to be honest. This, this one, I'm not even kidding, this one was a coin flip for me because, again, I think Sean McVay has been exposed. And the Giants are on the come up. But I just think just because that little edge of experience, they still have the same head coach. They still have um, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Again, I don't think they're very special. I think they're good, but not special. Um, I am going to give LA the win, but this was honestly a coin flip for me. And the, the tiny deciding factor was just the experience of head coach and not really too many new faces, but I could very – and you bring up great points. I could very well see New York winning this game, but I am going to give it to L.A.
2: For me, I'm going to agree with Nate. I have the I have the Giants taking this one. I think Jared Goff is really going to crumble against some of those pass rushers for the Giants, and I think Saquon – again, I just want to be down to the core the, the run defense for L.A. I just think Saquon is just going to absolutely tear them up and – You know, I think Robert Woods and Cooper Cup will will have their their share of uh, production versus the Giants secondary, but I just think they'll run safe one away from Aaron Donald. Evan Ingram's going to get his um, in the middle of the field if he's healthy. I have the Giants winning this one, especially since I have them starting 0-3. I I think they'll have a sense sense of urgency coming in this game.
3: Yeah, so we move on now against Dallas. Um, Hunter, do you want to give the recap of what we picked?
2: Yeah, so I had I had a loss for this game um, for the Giants, Ian, and you had a loss, I think too. I had a loss think, as well. I think Nate. I think we had we all had them losing this one, and then. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what.
3: It was. Yeah. So that's that's three losses there uh, against Dallas, and that's not really surprising. Again, I mean, we we all kind of said that Dallas is probably going to be above 500 this year. Um, so yeah, that's not surprising. So we'll move on to week six. Uh, versus Washington at home. I mean, for me, this is this is a difficult one. You know, I, I'm looking at this season, and I think that they'll probably split with Washington. Um, you know, I, I just don't see them sweeping anybody this year. I just don't think that they're they're at that point as bad as I think Washington is going to be. Um, so you know, I, I'm going to say that they they probably take the loss on this one. I think they take back-to-back losses. Um, I don't see them winning four out of their first six games I mean that's the biggest reason why so I I, I'm gonna say a loss against Washington on this one
1: I I think they beat Washington I agree I don't think they sweep anyone but I think just because they have that home field advantage um I mean home field advantage if there's fans um I, I don't know just being at home not really needing to uh to travel to Washington not like it's that far but I give them the uh, – I give them the win against Washington this time. Um, but I agree, I don't see a sweep.
2: Yeah, just I, – I, I also just think they're going to split. Um, I have them winning this one, but, I mean, yeah, I, I think it doesn't really matter which one you have them winning um, I, just because I think they're going to split. I have them starting a little slow, so I think they, they win this one just to get a little momentum. But um, I think, you know, I think the the football team <laughs> – We'll make adjustments the second time around. So that's what I have for that one.
3: All right. And moving on to the Eagles in Philadelphia, uh, obviously, I mean, I just think this one's a loss. Um, You know, like we said, we think New York is going to play the Eagles better this year. Um, But, you know, in Philadelphia, I have it as a loss.
1: Yeah, as previously stated uh, for the Eagles, uh, I have this as a loss as well for the Giants. Um, I think it will be a close game, but we just always seem to manage to pull it out against New York. So I have this as a loss for New York.
2: Yeah, I have this as a loss for the Giants, like I said earlier, for, for the same reasons.
3: All right, moving on. Versus Tampa Bay, week eight. So, you know, I have this as a loss as well. You know, I think that Tampa Bay might be overhyped this year, um, but I still think that they're going to be a solid team. You know, Tom Brady's Tom Brady, you know, he might be getting older, but he's still Tom Brady. And I think that Tampa Bay will win this one. uh, So I think it's a loss for New York.
1: Yeah, Nate, I have to completely agree with you. While I do believe they are overhyped, I, you know, Tom Brady is still going to be good. Um, He, I think what for whatever he has lost with age. Um, cause last year he didn't look too great, but I think he will look better just solely because of the sheer amount of weapons he has around him. Um, you know, I think they will, he'll look better. I don't, I think they're overhyped. Also, Tom is used to playing in the cold. So like, is it going to be, you know, 30 degrees now in November, probably like, you know, mid low fifties, but he's used to that. And, um, I think he'll get the win here, or like, Giants will lose. Yeah, like you guys
2: said, regardless of the box type, I have a tough time seeing them losing to the Giants. Um, you know, the Giants are going to be able, are going to have a tough time handling all those weapons and those checkdown passes from Brady. But I'm just going to go with a gut feeling here, um, and I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Giants in this one. I think Brady's uh, Brady's struggles against the Giants continue, and that they're just his kryptonite um you know, obviously he hasn't struggled in recent years but i'm just going to go for the the headline the the fun headline here with the giants beating brady again and um their defensive coordinator patrick graham um was with the patriots for seven years so maybe he has some ideas on how to shut brady down but gut again gut feeling for me though so
3: and let's move on to week nine again against washington um, so they take two games against Philadelphia and Tampa Bay and they're back playing Washington. I have them winning this one. How about you guys?
1: Yeah, I have them. I have them losing just because again, home field don't really see a sweep and I really just kind of picking the home team.
2: Yeah. Since I had the Giants winning the first one, I just have Washington um, winning this one, just making adjustments the second time. But again, like as long as it's a split, I'm not really a big deal to me which one you want to pick yeah. and just
3: in my opinion. but.
1: Yeah, I agree.
3: All right, week ten against the Eagles uh, once again, and this is the game where I had New York actually beating Philadelphia. Um, what about you guys?
1: Yeah, I had the I had them losing here. I think it will be excuse me. I think it will be a close game, but um, I still see Philly coming walking out of here with okay. a win.
2: Yeah. I just think the Eagles have the giants number and it's, it's going to take another year. So I have the Eagles beating them
3: both times. Absolutely. So now we move on to Cincinnati in week 12. This is after the bye week This is an interesting one to me. I actually think that the giants kind of rally during this part of the season. Um, they, they kind of pull closer as far as coming back into playoff contention. Contention, I think they get their third win in a row against Cincinnati um, and start to maybe make some people scratch their heads and think, wow, this team might make the playoffs. How about you guys?
1: I have them beating Cincinnati too. Um, look, they strike me as very similar teams, just teams that are on the come up. Uh, teams that have a lot of question marks and teams that have a lot of holes. And to be quite honest, um, I don't know, just kind of a gut feeling that they're going to beat Cincinnati. I think that they have more ways of beating Cincinnati in terms of, you know, you have Saquon, I think is just going to absolutely run all over that defensive front. I think that um, it'll really depend on if A.J. Green is healthy as well, because um, I'm going to be honest, usually he's not available later in the season. Um, I also think that Zach Taylor, you know, we're going to see what he is. And to be quite honest, spoiler alert, I don't think he's that special. He QB, he was the QB coach for Jared Goff, who is, in my opinion, average, maybe slightly above average. Um, So – Yeah, I I honestly, I have New York walking out of Cincinnati with a win.
2: Yeah, same here. I think these teams are similar in that they both upgraded, but they're very young. But I think we see the maturity of Daniel Jones show up here. And I think the extra year of experience he has over Burrow gives him a little bit of an advantage, knowing the game speed of the NFL, knowing different tendencies and stuff like that. And I I think, you know, I need to see those those Bengals linebackers step up. Um, I don't know if they can handle Saquon. And I think the Giants offensive line is a little bit better than the Bengals offensive line and more fit to handle a pass rush.
3: Moving on to week 13 at Seattle, that's always a difficult game. Uh, Doesn't matter what team you are. I have this one as a loss. Um, Seattle is just a better team than them. And I think that that'll show up in week 13. Um, I mean, I'll I'll foreshadow a little bit. I think this is where the Giants kind of start to collapse. Um, You know, I think this is – down the stretch, they have some difficult games. And I think they'll prove that they're not a playoff team yet. Um, But, you know, when the season is said and done, like I said, they'll be improved over last year. Um, But, yeah, Seattle, difficult matchup. They're going to have a couple difficult matchups in this late part of the season. I think Seattle's a loss.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I mean, Seattle is just such a difficult team to play, especially in Seattle – um, the weather's just kind of a different animal there. Also, not to mention, if even if it's ha- at half capacity, um, I mean, hoping, praying that there's a vaccine by then. Uh, you know, Pfizer said they were coming out with one in October. I'm not going to go all full medical nerd on that one, but um, we'll leave that aside. Um, I just don't see how Seattle doesn't win this one, to be honest with you. So I am going to say that um, that the Giants lose.
2: Yeah, even without fans, I think it's just tough to travel to the West Coast. And I think I think the Giants lose this one. You know, I just can't bet against Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. They don't drop games like this very often.
3: All right, so moving on to week 14 against Arizona. Um, you know, I've said it a couple of times. I think Arizona is going to be a good team. They're going to surprise some people this year. So I actually have Arizona winning this game.
1: Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry, guys. Um... I have – I actually have them beating Arizona um, because I do think that – I'm going to be honest. I had them, like, kind of heating up a little bit later in the season just because I think they are trying to prove that they're a team on the come-up. They remind me a lot of the Broncos, just kind of like that team that's, like, has some flashes and, um, you know, at the near the end of the season. And then I think you're going to see – um, they're going to add a few pieces next season that'll really make you kind of think, oh, they're they're kind of going to be sneaky playoff contenders. Um, so I actually do have them beating Arizona. I think Arizona is also going to be a little overconfident because I, I I think I, I don't know why I'm just I'm really not sold on Arizona. I mean, yeah, there there probably is some bias in there against Kyler Murray, but I, I just I don't know, just not huge on them.
2: I have the Cardinals fighting for for a wild card spot at this point, and I think they kind of feel that sense of urgency and that um, like kind of that chance that they have. I I don't know who on the Giants' defense I can I can say would be able to, to follow Kyler during this game, um, or or contain their receiving core. Just in general, I think Kenyon Drake might um, might be able to have a really good game. But yeah, so I just have I have the the Giants losing this one, but I think it could be closer than people expect. Um, so yeah.
3: All right, moving on to week 15. They are again home, this time against Cleveland. Ian, this will make you happy. I have Cleveland winning this one. Another loss for New York.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have Cleveland winning as well. I think they're much more complete than New York. And like I said before, Baker Mayfield, Kevin Stefanski, it's like a Reese's Cup, peanut butter and chocolate. It's going to go together real well. So, I like it. For
2: me, there is no way that Odell – plays his former team without putting up like 130 yards yeah. and three touchdowns i think odell wins this game i don't even think the browns win this game i just think odell's <laughs> whole performance alone <laughs> just the way he plays with the chip on his
3: shoulder will be enough to win this game absolutely wicks week 16 at baltimore uh this is another tough matchup like i said you know they have some tough matchups here at the end of the year Baltimore is going to win this team. I mean, really, the only explanation I have is that Baltimore is just far more talented squad. We're going to see it this year. They're going to be a contender again, like we've said a few times. Baltimore wins this one. The Giants drop another one here towards the end of the season. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I think that um, I think that Baltimore wins. They're such a complete team. They're honestly Super Bowl contenders, and um, that. They're going to beat the brakes off of the Giants.
2: Yeah, I have the Ravens playing for playoff seating at this point, and I just think they're going to get – they just come shot out of a can in most games. I think the Giants will just be playing catch-up most of the game.
3: All right, so we move on to week 17, last week of the regular season for New York. And uh, we went over this game a little bit. I had it as a win against Dallas. You guys can just quickly recap what you had.
1: I had New York beating Dallas as well just because I think this is going to be a statement win for New York saying, hey, we're a team on the come-up. And I think they're going to – honestly, if Dallas doesn't get the wild card here, which I don't know if it will, they they may, they may not um, with a 9-7 record. Um, but I think either way they want to make this a statement win, and I think it's going to be the Cowboys choking because this was going to be the game that would, um, I think, give them the division. And I think Dak's going to choke under the pressure.
2: Yeah, I have them. Um, I have the Giants winning this game too for pretty much the same reasons uh, as Ian.
3: All right. So we do, do we want to move on to what we're predicting as far as record?
2: Sure. Be good. Yeah.
3: All right. So I have the Giants going seven and nine this season, finishing third in the NFC East and missing out on the playoffs.
1: I have the Giants going five and thirteen, and. I have them missing the playoffs, but I do have them third in the division.
2: You mean uh, five and 11?
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I am not thinking – I'm sorry. Let me just say I've been out of it, like, all day. <laughs> My sleep schedule has been very erratic. I do apologize. Five and 11. I can't do math today. It's okay, though.
2: Yeah, I have them at 5-11 as well, but I really think there's a strong chance they go 7-9, and 8-8 and 8 on those swing games that I was mentioning.
0: And it will be Barkley, a big carry, his first run of the day. And run right out of bounds going back to Massillon, Ohio. Into the end zone the Sterling Shepherd, What a drive for the Giants. Make you yeah. breakfast every day and wrap your presents. There's Barkley at a 32-yard run, and this one's going for longer than that. Inside the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5, 6. All day to throw it. Wide open Saquon Barkley. Blurred down, blitz coming, Haskins steps up, and he will be dropped. The first one there was... Jones, back to Latimer, who makes him in from the drop a moment there ago. You go. Take that, Mr. Television. They split wide to your right, and they're going to put it in his hands. That's a jailbreak on that side of the field for line And inside the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10, and run out of bounds. In the air, down the middle of the field, and there is Shepard. Saquon again, cuts it to the outside. Smith in the end zone, Barkley! They're coming after Jones, and a touchdown will end it to, to Kaden Smith! Smith's second touchdown of the game, and Daniel Jones... Along with Barkley, career days today.